You are now entering the Bloodless. Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Hello. Hello. You're on the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I'm your co-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hello, Jason T. Gaffney. Hello, Kevin Held. (laughs) Happy Black Friday. Happy Black Friday. Uh, Thank you very much. As we record this, it is Black Friday. That's correct. When it comes out, it will be after Cyber Monday. It'll all be done. It'll be Technology Tuesday. But I know, yeah, oh, is that a thing? I know. Oh, it could be. Hell, I don't know. (laughs) Uh, I thought that was what Cyber Monday is, but the kids are creating new holidays all the time to sell shit. You're welcome. Welcome. So uh, it'll be later, but I notice it's Black Friday now, yes. and I also notice that neither of us are at a store. Yeah, I like living. Uh, me too. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I think that something about your lesson about Black Friday really got in there, and I refuse to participate anymore. I, I also just don't want to get maced. <laughs> like, that's like the number one thing now, is sure. that people bring pepper spray all the time. Really? And I'm just like, you've got to not. Well, this face is not meant for mason. We're just staying indoors. We're keeping our heads down. I'm not buying anything today that I would not otherwise buy. Yep. That's right. That's... May the odds be ever in our favor. <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you beat the house. Yeah. <laughs> if you go to Vegas, just don't gamble. Yeah. Get a show, ticket. It, whatever, do uh, your, go to a go to Cirque du Soleil, whatnot. I love the Cirque shows. Me too. Go out to dinner. Do you spend your money? I have a the, vacation. Uh, the dinners there. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are so. Oh, good. very good. But uh, don't gamble, and you already won. Yeah. So yeah, just spend the money. So I say this, and my husband is in Vegas right now, already losing. <laughs> <laughs> well, may the odds be ever in your favor. Uh, then. I hope the odds are in his favor. Yes, absolutely. But he texted me last night. He's like, "I we just got to Vegas. I've already lost twenty bucks, but we're having a great time." <laughs> <laughs> now he likes the slots, right? He does like slots. He likes like the, penny slots too. Like the, the 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 chiming numbers, I and guess, the and all the, the lights and light. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like a trout that way. <laughs> <laughs> he just gets mesmerized by like the flashy it lures. Happens to trout? I think so. Oh. That's why you you know that's why you have a lure, a little flashy lure for a trout. I love that. That's my husband, and he'll just be sitting there for a while, just hump 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 after it. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> Yeah, but I, uh, he's great though because he plays like penny slots, so he doesn't. He might lose for hours, but not actually lose very much money. Twenty dollars at penny slots is a lot of pennies. <laughs> well, it was a lot of time. Two thousand pennies. <laughs> it's either like three hours at a penny slot or one bet at blackjack, oh. which is how I like to lose money <laughs> real fast. Real fast. <laughs> yeah, super quick. <laughs> Are you a gambler? No, I really get stressed out when my money's on the line. Me too, because I work hard for that shit. Well, the only gambling I will do is investing my money in movies. Because that oh, is sure. technically a gamble, yeah, but yeah. what I get from it is the satisfaction of several weeks' work right. and knowing that I've finish something that's immortalized. Yeah, exactly. Even if you don't, like, make money back from a film, you still have that thing. Yeah. If you don't make money back from gambling, you have no thing. Nothing. Yeah. You have shame. <laughs> you have a lot of guilt. You have a gambling problem. You do have that. You probably also have a drinking problem, just because it's so easy there. So, <laughs> did I ever tell you about my experience in Vegas when I got up really early? No. So I get up early, not because I want to, but because my body is like, haha, sucker. <laughs> so I woke up at 7, yeah. and everyone else, we were there with Matt's siblings. Okay. And everyone else was still asleep. And I was like, I can't just lie in bed in the dark. That's not my life. Sure. So I got out of bed. I went downstairs. And there were like four people who had clearly been there all night Ooh, who were still there. Yeah. Like the cigarette dangling from yeah. the lips. The 7 a.m. crowd at yeah. a casino is not where you want to be. Yeah. And I was like, hello. And they were like, <laughs> not having me. I was like, Unless you have a drink. A free drink for me. Yeah. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, double down! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, tra-la-la-la-la, tra-la-la-la, it's morning! <laughs> Don't tell me what time it is. Uh, I love that you traipse down to the <laughs> casino floor, like this morass of human depression, and you're like a Disney princess walking in there. La-la-la-la-la-la, what a morning! Yeah. Have you seen the birds? Those are caged, it's a zoo! <laughs> yes. <laughs> So speaking of Disney princesses, okay, I've got a couple of polls. What? 
What kind of segue is that? <laughs> I got some poll results. I mean, there's not even a Polish Disney princess or whatever. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. It makes no you... sense. This is my potato. Oh, well, I needs... farm for potatoes. Now there very much needs to be a Polish princess. And I make myself pierogies. <laughs> I fucking love pierogies. I... If you ever want to see Disney me happy. princesses. I love Disney princesses. You need this movie. With pierogies. You need this movie, I think Jason. The world needs this movie. <laughs> So you're welcome, Disney, <laughs> for this great idea. If yeah, and one person is going to buy like thirty million tickets. So <laughs> I don't have that kind of money. It's built in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. You have a poll. To so talk the about. first poll take, mm-hmm. is a poll in regards to the naked criminal episode. Fantastic. Yeah. Sure. The sex cult of and Oregon. I remember them well. The, uh, wistfully. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the question was: Have you ever sunbathed in a nude? Okay. And our winner with forty three percent was yes. It was fun. I voted for that. I love that. Did you? I uh, wrote that I was a never nude. So you are never. You have never sunbathed. You've never been naked outside. No, I, I've been naked outside. A okay, lot. there we go. I was just playing. A lot. No one had touched. I'm a never nude, and I thought it'd be fun to write that. Sweet. So, fourteen percent said I'm doing it right now. Dot, okay. Dot dot. Twenty nine percent said no. I don't tan. Oh wow. Very that's, that's you. That's your actual. Truth. That's my true answer. But right. I do like being naked outside. It mm-hmm. feels. I I like to breathe on my bum. Sure. Okay. It's fun. It's just like whoo. I'm getting to know you. <laughs> getting to know more than I wanted to. <laughs> it, it makes it nice and fresh. Great. Okay, so that was one poll about the Oregon sex cult. Thanks for engaging with that one. You yes, have another one, too? I do. What's that? This one was for the Donner Party episode. Sure. It was, would you eat human meat to survive? Yes, I absolutely would. All right. And I would, too. <laughs> the, I was uh-huh. shocked. Shocked with the final result. Why? 42% of people said, hell no, screamy emoji, throw up emoji. Okay, no. And other people said what? 17% said, yes, tastes like chicken emoji. Great. 8% said, if I ran out of bear, okay. dot, dot, dot right. bear emoji. <laughs> and then 33% said, it's survival, right. sad crying face. That's what I would go with. And it's someone survival. actually, um, I think someone tweeted us saying, I think human meat actually tastes more like ham. Oh. And I was like, I don't. No, want to know how you know that. I do want to know how you know that. Please, at me, and yeah. tell me how you know that, because we should talk. I like ostrich. I'm looking for new recipes, is all I'm saying. No! <laughs> Speaking of cooking... Oh, yes? I... And my husband baked cupcakes. I see that you. I see there is a cupcake on the table in front of me now. Yes. And and are we getting to the cupcake part? Yeah. Good because it's been very difficult to like not pay attention to this cupcake. My husband and I baked from scratch and made the buttercream mm. from scratch a lemon rosemary cupcake. Okay. With a rosemary infused buttercream. Okay. We basically boil something butter was wrong with, with the rosemary. vanilla or something. I, I like rosemary. <laughs> It's, you're gonna you're gonna love it. So you're gonna you, love you've the way gotten you feel. This t- <laughs> you've gotten this for me, so I can taste it. Yes. Is that right? So yes. we're doing an on-air tasting. On-air tasting. This is All the first right. time Kevin will have tasted good. our cupcake. This is very good because for the rest of the show, I'm gonna have fucking buttercream in my mouth. That's yes. fun. That's good. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna taste this cupcake, which is rustic looking. Well, I, the frosting is thick. <laughs> right? Thick. We didn't put enough cream in. Here we go. Mmm. Oh. That's really good. Yeah? Yeah. Yay. You can super taste the rosemary. Yeah, isn't it good? Did you grow this rosemary? We did grow the rosemary. Wow. We're, mm. We gardened this cupcake. This mm. came from our garden. They have a cupcake garden. <laughs> I, well, I am a fucking Disney princess. You are a fucking Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> you would have. Yeah, a my g- cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> You're more like the potato farmer. <laughs> princess. <laughs> la, 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 my potatoes. <laughs> well, thank you for that. I'm yes. going to be... I'm going to be dealing with the aftermath of it, but uh, then after the show, I will finish it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it's I delicious. That. I can't wait to yeah. finish it. So let's get to the show then. Yeah, all right. Let's get all right. To the show. I've got a bright spot for us. I all can't right. wait. Which, in honor of the fact that we just did the Black Friday episode, and it is today, in fact, Black Friday. Okay. I have a Black Friday related bright spot. Yeah. There is something good about Black Friday, we found out, okay? <laughs> it's this wonderful way for you to spend a lot of money on Black Friday, okay? It's a pop-up shop, okay. which last year did so well in London that they've opened one in London and New York this year. Okay. The, sh- the pop-up shop is called Choose Love. And you can go crazy in this shop. Shop your heart out. That's their motto. 
Shop your heart out, leave with nothing, and feel the love. Wait, wait. So you go crazy. You shop, you shop, you shop. You spend tons of money there, and you leave with nothing because everything they sell is for refugees. <gasps> so everything I you buy this. is donated across the oh, Middle East. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, for refugee families who That's... are living in tent cities and have escaped their homes. That's so, so wonderful. The Choose Love pop-up shops are now in London and in New York. You can go there if you, you know, are in those cities. Is there a website? There is a website as well. So you don't actually just have to be in the cities, London or New York, to go to the Choose Love store. But you can actually go to helprefugees.org. And you can also buy stuff there or donate. Uh, so it's a fantastic way to celebrate Black Friday. The best way I've heard. I love it. Yeah. yeah. So go do that. Yes. All right. So what you got for me this time, Jason T. Gaffney, you have a very sly look on your face now. We got to go dark Okay. Today. Hey, finally. I'm so sick of all this good news. <laughs> this one, just as a trigger warning. There's oh, no. Some, uh, there, this topic's going to be a little uh, traumatic for people. Great. So let's go into it. Fantastic. I love uh, trauma. All right. So humans. That's a bit broad. Chimpanzees. Different species. Frankenstein. Okay. Hybrids. We're okay. That's Pr- right. What? We're going to talk about the Ivanov experiments and the humanzy. Fuck! A humanzy? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so what is a humanzy? I know what a humanzy <laughs> is. Obviously, it's a human and a chimpanzee crossbred yes. together. This is a real... Are you talking about a real thing? I am absolutely talking All about right. a real thing. All right. I quit. I quit humans. I quit... <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, humans. <laughs> All right. How did this monstrosity come about? I don't know. It's not just a fucking short story. Nope. Okay. Well, it would start with the Soviet and Russian biologist Ilya Ivanovich Ivanov. Of course it was a Soviet. Yes. The fucking Reds. Yes. So he was born on July 20th, 1870. Okay. In a small town of uh, mm-mm, Russia mm-mm. that I can't pronounce. That is way too early to be doing genetic experiments. 1870? You're, no. Mm-mm. Well, now, okay, so he didn't actually start doing that stuff until way later. Well, in no, life. I understand that. But if you're born in 1870, then you're, you know, you're doing this. And we're going to get into, like, 1920s and 30s. Mm-hmm. And that's... Too early, is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, after much work and studying in his life, he Mm -hmm. would become a professor by 1907 at the tender age of 37. Yeah. I feel like I need to get on that. A Russian? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) In Soviet Russia, we bring dick to you. Ah, too bad you're Polish. Yeah. (laughs) The good thing is you can fit a potato anywhere. Yeah. Whoa, damn. (laughs) All right. Well, he would become super famous for mm-hmm. the fact that he was one of the forefathers of artificial insemination. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the fact that that needed forefathers is amazing. Yeah. That's good. And he, it, you'd it, feel like one guy could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So he basically, everyone agreed basically that he perfected it. <laughs> he perfected artificial insemination. It wasn't his idea. <laughs> He really, he really perfected it. He's like, ooh, I see what you're doing. Yes, I'm going to do it better. I think turkey based it. (laughs) Squish, squish. Oh. (laughs) Okay. His primary study was uh, with horses for farms. Okay. And in 1901, while he was on his way to become the professor that he would become, Ivanov would found the world's first center to impregnate horses. It's like the center for unwed horse moms. It just just proves yeah, it's like a shelter. Yeah. <laughs> Man, there is everything has happened is what I'm learning so far. Yeah. Oh. This was a really big deal for the farming industry, as you can guess, sure. uh, because they could impregnate their horses with less risk of the animals being hurt. Yeah, but then I mean, it, it just takes the romance out of it. That's my problem. <laughs> I don't know. He gets to come a lot. Who? The male horse. I guess. But he has to look at, like, a town and country magazine. Yeah. He doesn't get the actual filly. Ooh, look at the mane on that one. Yeah. Oh. I think it's sad. Look at the tail. Look at it flick that horse fly away. Ew. Yeah. Whap. Ew. <laughs> All right. So basically, one stallion would be able to get about 20 to 30 mares pregnant by natural means, but with the new method... They were able to get that number all the way up to 500. Hopacha! Yeah, so lots of horse babies. Okay. You get a baby. I mean, you get a baby. That's great. If your goal is impregnating horses, I don't know why that's your goal, but if that's your goal, then you're doing a great job. Yeah. 
So, as I'm sure you can guess, mm-hmm. many horse breeders would worship him and would seek him out to help get their horses preggers. Sure. So, while he was doing this, he also happened upon another really fun adventure mm-hmm. with artificial insemination. Fun! <laughs> He wanted to crossbreed animals that were domesticated with wild animals to help strengthen the domestic ones. He's like, the wild ones can survive the winters. Yeah. The domestic ones need to stay inside. I, yeah, sure. My house cat needs a little more tiger in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> what do you... You, you, ah, you want your me. like husky to be actual wolf? That's crazy. Oh my god, I love wolves. And so I love huskies. <laughs> I would love that. You want a wolf-husky hybrid. Yes. Oh, you were born too late. All right. The idea was that he could create super animals and they'd become stronger and less likely to get illnesses as well. Absolutely. That he's sounds like, like there sounds like no problem yeah, here. He's like, I want the super animals mm-hmm. to come be super. This is all good. There's they will save the town. No downside. Yeah. Yeah. They will not be sick. Yeah. They, they won't try to bite everything. Yeah. And you know. <laughs> So he uh, also wanted to make the domestic ones able to handle the stupidly cold and awful Russian winters because, like, it sucks there. Stay so, inside. That's yeah. how you do that. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you need stronger animals. You just need more rooms. So he would create a zonkey, uh, a zebra and a donkey. Oh, I thought it was a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty sure that was a zombie donkey. Yes. Okay. A uh, mini pig, a mouse and a guinea pig. Okay. A rouse, a rat and mouse. These actually happened? Yep. So and- are these living things? I don't know if they're still living. Or like, did he? Were, were these sketches he had? I don't know. I don't think they're still alive. No, this happened no, in 1907. He, he made them. I saw a picture. These of These are real things yeah. that existed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he, he also did a Zubron, which was a bison cow hybrid. Okay. A cow antelope. A Zorse. Is that a zebra horse? I think so. Okay. There were a lot more, but I wasn't able to find them all. Okay. But he was like, "Let's combine everything." He was a big fan of zebras, though. Yeah. I think he just liked patterns on animals. Yeah, he's maybe. like. I will make the animals better why? by giving them patterns. Yeah, why are you trying to create a stronger animal and then crossbreeding a mouse and a guinea pig? I mean, like, what's the strength you're looking for? It will bite harder. You won't believe how much water it can suck out of that little tuby thing. <laughs> Look at all it can store in its mouth. <laughs> it can store all my balls. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so oh, We're getting to the heart of what he was really about. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he would actually give a speech during a conference for the World Congress of Zoologists okay. in 1910, where he speculated about the idea that we might be able to create a human and ape hybrid since we are such a close relation to them. Right. Did nobody go, like, why? <laughs> well, it, it, why would you want to? The, the reason they didn't is because he was just speculating at this time. To mo- ah. He was just like, we might be able to do this. Oh, yeah, theoretically, sure. But he actually was curious. About this, obviously. Mm, yeah, I think it was curious about too much. Yeah. Curiosity killed the cat zebra yeah, hybrid. hybrid fucking. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> I believe we can crossbreed a fly and Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Ah! Ah! Terrifying. <laughs> so his, uh, his crossbreeding other animal idea basically came along with some documents that he read, which also would inspire him of the idea of the humanzy. Was the ugh, was this document the short story, The Island of Dr. Moreau? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is a document. It, you will read this document. scientific paper. <laughs> uh, it's a book. Yeah, that... Uh, you know nothing. Science fiction. All right. I am the doctor. Okay. I am the professor. All right. We will do what I want. Okay. I don't know why he's German now. I don't know. That's my best accent. All of our Soviets turned into German. (laughs) Well, they were close. So the first thing that made him think that this could be a great idea was actually a German scientist, Hans Friedenthal. What a surprise! (laughs) In 1900, basically found out that the blood cells from all the primates were really super close to us. Okay. Way closer than the scientific community really thought originally. Okay. They're like, oh God, we actually might be related. They didn't think that before? Well, they sort of right. did, but like the Christians were all like, that's not real. That can't be. Yeah, no God missing link. didn't sure. do that. Mm-hmm. Within the next 20 years, two other scientists, Dutch zoologist Marie Bernalo Moens mm-hmm. and the German sexologist Hermann Rolander, mm-hmm. both got on board with the idea that we could crossbreed the chimpanzees. What, what a surprise that a German sexologist was involved. Yeah, I, I'm not familiar with that, but I think that should be a topic for another day. Probably, maybe. yeah. Psychology. German sexology. Yeah. Yes, for next week on the Bright <laughs> I was kind of, when I was looking up the stuff, I was like, is that a thing? Oh, sure. Right, I guess it's Absolutely. a thing. Absolutely. I'm German. Yes. Believe me, it's a thing. <laughs> I am also half German. Hello, I am your sexologist. Oh, thank God. I we just don't came... know where to put the dick. 
<laughs> I can help. <laughs> so both of them would try to move forward with the idea that you could crossbreed humans and chimpanzees, but okay. they were never able to get the funding or the permission they needed. <laughs> Thank God for that. There was no consent. Jesus Christ. The uh, the Dutch scientists would actually yeah, They lose. were like, oh, we want to do this thing. And everyone was like, no. You mean I put that That's chimp insane. dick in me? Yeah. <laughs> you want me to put my dick in what? Nothing's worse than chimp dick. Yeah. Oh, he's got a bad case of chimp dick. Yeah, it's just a long like pencil. Ew! I don't know. I didn't look at any. <laughs> it's got an orange butt though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the Dutch scientist would also lose their job as a teacher because of this. Oh, that's Moen. Yeah. Okay. They're like, we want to do this thing. You're, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> so I have this plan. Mm-hmm. Right. It involves mm-hmm. a human and a chimp. Great. Okay. Great. Uh, We're gonna one. The human is studying the chimp, I guess. Uh, well, sort of. Uh-huh. There's the human male will be studying the chimp female's vagina by putting his penis into the vagina. What? And then they will make a baby that is a human Z. Uh Uh-huh. 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 So uh, let's let's do this, right? You're incredibly fired. (laughs) Not just fired, incredibly (laughs) fired. You're incredibly fired. (laughs) So there's thoughts that Ivanov wanted to follow them and complete their mission earlier, but in 1917, the Russian Communist Revolution happened, mm-hmm. and there's a theory that it w- he was kind of put on hold sure, because of this giant upheaval. Damn Bolsheviks. No funding, no Ruining stability. Ruining everything. Yeah. God. It's like, I just want to find a person to inseminate a chimp. But you're talking about the machine and capitalism, and I can't do my work. Yes. I just need semen. <laughs> Bolsheviks, it's crazy. It's ironic because Bolsheviks had nothing if not a lot of semen. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they did. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of swarthy young men. Oh. Oh, my. <laughs> Sorry. Well. True. <laughs> yeah. So, after the dust settled from mm-hmm. the apparent giant orgy of the Bolsheviks. Yeah, totally. And you don't the know. Revolution. Lenin, Lenin could get it. Yes, uh-huh. Lenin. After that revolution, basically, mm-hmm. he would then become friends with Ivan Pavlov. The uh, psychologist and physiologist who became famous for Pavlov's dog experiment. Sure, sure. And Nikolai Petrovich Gorbanov, mm-hmm. who had been Lenin's secretary at one time. See? So he became friends with some high-up people. Yeah, these He's are He's like, all... let's, uh, let's do that. Absolutely. Let's uh, find some... We're mixing and mingling at high yeah. echelons. Yes. Right <laughs> so, <laughs> they're like, oh my God, you're such a great leader. Why don't you lead your dick into my butt? Wow. <laughs> Wouldn't you be following your dick into a butt? I mean, yes, you have agency uh, over the dick, yeah. but you're also behind it. Why don't you follow my butt as a leader <laughs> and put your dick in it? <laughs> I don't know. Just fuck my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, in a... <laughs> Let us stop with all this roundabout talk. <laughs> Let us just get right to it. You are a sexologist, no? Then sex me. <laughs> wow. I have something you can study. Yes. All right. So in 1924, mm-hmm. Ivanov would be offered a chance to go after his hybridization plans for mm-hmm. human-primate combination. Who gave him this permission? After he did a job of sperm disinfection at the Institut Pasteur in France. Sperm disinfection. Yes. No. You've got to disinfect that sperm. They pasteurized baby. sperm? Well, yeah, you don't want to put nasty sperm in a horse. Oh, yeah, yeah. You certainly don't want to let nature happen the way it's happened for millions of years. We wouldn't want that. This sperm must be clean well, Jesus, for my mare. This is seriously fucked up. She has explicit allergens. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So basically, they were so impressed with him, this institute in France basically told him, hey, we have a chimp facility in Kindia, which is a village in French Guinea in Africa, but we really can't pay for anything other than your travel there and a little bit of operation expenses, which is like, I guess, power, water, and gas. It's like a nice apartment with utilities included. Ivanov is like, you had me a chimp. Yeah. <laughs> so he went out and was like, hey, folks, I need money. Who's going to make it rain up on here on science? Okay, so he went out to fundraise for this idea. Yeah, he's Great. like, I've got the location. I've got the subjects. I just need someone to make it rain. Wow. Well, all right, it took a while, but he finally got $10,000. <gasps> from what I'm reading, it was about a million dollars in today's money. Fucking hell. Yeah, from the Soviet Financial Commission okay. as sponsorship. 
at the t- same time that the Soviet Academy of Sciences gave him the green light to go ahead with this experiment. Oh, my They're God. They're like, you're good to go. These Soviets, man. Yeah. Well, he had to... They su- were some kinky. Yeah. <laughs> he, had, uh, he also had to support a Professor Hermann Klasich mm-hmm. and Dr. F.G. Cruikshank. Two very well-liked biologists from America and Britain. Okay. And it also should be noted that Ivan Pavlov was a top member of said academy okay. of sciences and that he was there the day of the vote and he probably helped shove it through. This is super exciting time for science. They're yeah. like, just just bring us ideas. Yeah. We'll give you money. Yeah. Just whatever you want. Yeah. It's just crazy time. We don't know what'll work. Do you want to fuck a monkey? Science Here's is so money. new. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. We'll give you money for that. Let's just tell us how it goes. What do you want to do? Yeah. I want to. I want to ride an ostrich with one leg. Great, great. What's the scientific benefit for? I don't care. Here's your money. <laughs> I want to learn how to mix oil and water. Great, no problem. Here is a paint stirrer and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> Good luck. You've got ten years and tenure. <laughs> so, all right. That being said, he wasn't the only person who was in favor of the idea. Herman Muller... No, you can always find some people who are into some weird shit. Yeah, well, he was a Marxist. Okay. Herman thought that the research would lead to a way to determine which parents were going to have the best and healthiest babies. Okay, good idea. So, I see no downside to that. Then, How could that go wrong? Then he was going to encourage the parents. Wait, is this pre-World War II? It is pre-World oh, War II. interesting. Yeah. So uh, he would. That, he was like, after we find this out, then we can encourage certain parents to have many, many babies mm, to help make our population super strong. It was basically like the Nazis with eugenics. It's completely eugenics. But instead of killing and making people sterile, they were just like, you two fuck a lot. You mm. don't fuck. That plus the fact that Ivanov was already a hero for helping make thousands of horse babies. Like, everyone was like, we're ready for you to do this. Everyone loves horses. That yeah. was a good way to start. Yeah. Yeah, to create a whole lot of horses. Right. Everyone's like, oh, pony. I love horses. It's great. What I else like... do you want to do? Yeah. Wait, inseminate a chimp with a human? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I love horses. Yeah. All right. In addition to all the prior documentation of the theories about crossbreeding, mm-hmm. that actually helped the other scientists. They were like, well, people already kind of theorized about this, so we have a little bit of documentation, so it's not just a crazy man. Okay. All right, so there's a myth as to why Ivanov was allowed to do this. Okay. Stalin. Sure. Okay, eventually... Wait, you're you're just stalling for time, or...? No, no, the guy's Stalin. The person's Stalin. Joseph Stalin, sure. Quick, stall the podcast. I need to find the rest of my research. (laughs) I love that you'd be like... Narrating your subtext like that. I have to stall for time. I haven't found the papers yet. Stalin. But maybe he won't notice. Stalin. I'm Stalin. <laughs> All right. So Joseph Stalin would take control of Russia or the Soviet Union. I don't know what it is at this point. In the mid-1920s. I think it's the Soviet Union by now. Is it the Soviet Union? Okay. I don't know. It's it's Russia the now. The Bolsheviks have it. Yeah. Yeah. They're swarthy. They're it's, in power. It's basically a place of nightmares. It's so, so hot. Yeah. <laughs> So there are people out there, mostly creationists, fundamentalist Christians, uh-huh. who basically hated that Ivanov's experiment was done because of Darwin. Because it's an abomination, well, sure. It, well, it also would have proven Darwin correct on his theories of evolution. Right, we can't have that. They even hated it at the time because they thought it was not God's will. Um, I'm going to have to be on their side on that one. Well, it, yeah, I, I see Excellent. it. Excellent. I don't Sorry. think we should be hybridizationing everything. No. But, like, the science is also, like... I don't think that you can prove evolution by, like, creating the missing link after the fact. Can you? I will make the missing link. I don't think that happens this way. It will prove Darwin. I think it happened millions of years ago. You will drink the vodka. I will drink the vodka, sure. And we will fuck the chimp. That's where you lost me. (laughs) Not after the vodka. I'm all for vodka. (laughs) There's no amount of vodka you can give me that would make me fuck a chimp. Ten bottles later. I still don't know why you don't want... She's real pretty. Yeah, oh, you do. (laughs) I win. It only took ten. Why aren't you breathing? (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Alcohol poisoning later. (laughs) All right, so basically they would spread the lie that Stalin was the one who greenlit this experiment because he said, quote, I want a new invincible human being. Insensitive to pain, resistant and indifferent about the quality of food they eat. Wow. So he wanted And like he a... had never even met anyone from the Midwest yet. <laughs> I don't feel cold. <laughs> it's my, my soul is dead. <laughs> I don't feel the cold and uh, hand me another buffalo wing. <laughs> 
All right. So the reality is that even though the Creation Ministries, the publisher of the Journal of Creation, would publish that quote in 2006, everyone basically says it was made up. Only one other newspaper. The Stalin story? Yeah. Okay. One other newspaper, the Scotsman newspaper, in 2005 would publish this theory saying that not only did Stalin order this to be done, but he gave Ivanov $200,000 to do it, mm. which would have been like $20 million. Wow. Dollars. So okay. like, no, he didn't get $20 million to do this. No. You don't even need $20 million to do yeah, that. Yeah, you just need a... You need one willing chimpanzee, really. Yeah, and one willing human. Right. But so men are awful, so that's going to be not that much of a trouble. <laughs> I, something tells me that Ivanov might be our first volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> I need a little too invested in this. I'm not saying a word until we get there. <laughs> so... Oh, no! He fucked a chill! <laughs> oh, no! So, okay, so he not only wanted the super soldiers, but he wanted them to help make a new societal class system where humans were on tops. Okay. Basically genetic slaves. Well, okay, but then you don't... Oh, so he's going to create an entire... Slave race. Slave race. That nobody will feel bad about because they're not humans. Right. All right, well, Stalin, truthfully, very likely didn't know much about this experiment at all at the time, because yeah. he's a little bit busy dealing with Russia. Running the country. Yeah, I've sure. got some things to do. I'm killing my political enemies, and I'm running the country, okay? Yeah. I don't I have don't... time for your weird bestiality stuff. Yeah, you go fuck your chimp. I got stuff to do. I gave you money for it. That's all I want to be involved. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Ivanov really did have to fight tooth and nail to start his experiment. So, like, if Stalin had said yes, he wouldn't have had to fight so hard. He had to fight fast. And claw. Yeah. <laughs> For consent. <laughs> oh. Poor little chimpanzees. All right. So the people who really didn't like this experiment were all like... Everyone. Yeah. Well, the, their thing is like, you're born how you're born. End of story. You don't get to change anything. Yeah. This ideology is called Lamarckism. Okay. And it, 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 it's interesting because like I, I sort of get where they're coming from, but there's also part of me that's like... But you've got transgender people who, they're not born the way that they're... It, That's not changing anything about them, though, actually. I mean, like, maybe the uh, surgery would change something about them, but it doesn't change... I mean, gender is a construct, so... Right, that's you know, true. So it doesn't actually change anything about them fundamentally. Yes, out exterior it does. Well, I mean, I think that you can change things about yourself with your own consent. Right. That's the okay. issue for me is that you're changing so things maybe for people that aren't born yet. Yeah, so maybe that's what their issue was. Like, if you believe that a person is born exactly how they should be born and there should be no changing, then that's fine for you if you don't want to get glasses. Fine. Right. Like, yeah, if you, you want to be blind, if exactly, you want to whatever. Go, yeah. If you don't want to dye your hair, that's fine. Uh, but you can't really make that choice for the things in the womb or, like, breeds and species that don't yeah. even exist yet. Yeah. That's, the I think, the issue for me. I like the idea of no haircut for you. That's yeah. how you were No born. haircuts, absolutely. Yeah. No, you will no be question. shaggy till the end of time. No, no manscaping. You lost me at no manscaping. Oh, God. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, their leader, Trofim Lysenko. The Lamarckists? Yeah. Okay. Was in Somehow I thought that would be someone named Lamarck would be their leader, but that's no. fine. <laughs> Bait and switch, fine. Well, <laughs> <laughs> he was not how he was advertised. The Lamarckists, led by Jim Brown. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, he's in with Stalin. Wait, who's their leader? I lost my. <laughs> I lost us. Trofim Lysenko. Fine. <laughs> Jim Brown's way better. He basically had an in with Stalin at this time. Sure. So how the, far in? <laughs> he was like, you will follow me. <laughs> and Stalin was like, da. <laughs> So sexy. Yeah. All right. So so all the people who were saying that Stalin gave the green light, right? Mm-hmm. The the final kind of nail in the coffin that proves that Stalin didn't oh. was that Trofim Lysenko, who was the kind of leader of the Lamarckism mm-hmm. group, was Stalin's, like, buddy. Oh. And the fact that he was buddies with Stalin, like, Stalin would not have greenlit something that this guy really hated. Okay. So th- the whole idea that Stalin was really behind this uh, is not true. Right. Okay. Fantastic. So I take all that back. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> okay. So, okay. The real reason that Ivanov wanted to do this experiment was to prove that evolution from apes and Darwinism was real because oh. we're in the same family and thus can mate and crossbreed with them. He's okay. like, I'm going to prove Darwin right and we're going to do this. Oh, so that's the idea behind this experiment. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, ostensibly. Yes. Sure, that's the scientific reason we're doing this. Yes. Now can I fuck the monkey? <laughs> I told you it was for science. It's for science. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just for pleasure. 
I just really like science. Right. If I happen to like it, that's 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 scientifically irrelevant. Yeah. Okay. So sure, we can artificially inseminate horses, but for chimps, it's really important we do this in person. It's important we do this the good old fashioned way for science. We want to make sure that this crossbreed is natural. <laughs> so. The scientific plan was supported by the American Association for the Advancement of Atheism okay. to help disprove God and prove evolution was real. <laughs> We're fucking monkeys now. There's no God. Yeah. <laughs> so I and it, it really was. He was getting support from scientists around the world, like I mentioned, even in America and England. Okay. And uh, so basically, there was a theory that we all came from apes, right? Uh-huh. But then people decided to take it a step further with their racism. Where they thought that depending on the color of your skin was which primate you came from. Oh, fun! So Dr. Cru- That's fun. Dr. Cruikshank mm-hmm. from London was convinced that Asian people came from orangutans, <laughs> African people from apes, Caucasians from chimpanzees, etc. Wow. He also had one specifically for the Jewish race as well. What? Because it had a larger... Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, so it was, I mean, it, racism rampant. That is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing says fun for science like racism. Yay. Yay. Oh, boy. So, yeah, it was amazing to me that back then they even had a class system for which fucking primate was better than the rest. They're no like, kidding. Chimps are better than everyone else. Right. Why do they think that chimpanzees are the best primate? They look most like Because the they made white people. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's I so know. ridiculous. Well, and you know your racism is strong when you need to figure out which monkey is more desirable. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, we didn't evolve from them. I mean, okay, sure, we evolved from apes, but not from gorillas. Yeah. God. God. What do you think we are? Yeah. The Polish? Uh, (laughs) Damn. (laughs) I also love the idea that, like, humans evolved from different types of primates and that we're all basically the same is insane. Right. Like, we are the same species. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. you don't don't have to dig too deep to find the ridiculousness. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so now he has the money and the use of a facility in West Africa. Mm -hmm. And in March of 1926, he, along with his son, would travel there. Mm -hmm. When they got there, though, they found the two veterinarians to be hostile to them. Uh, No, you can't fuck our chimps. Well, not because of the experiment. Oh, no. They were hostile because the facilities were a mess. And they were worried that Ivanov was going to tell on them and they would be in trouble. Oh. They're like... Uh, this is, we live here. Uh-huh. I don't want to lose my house. I have enough, like, listen, I won't tell anybody. I just want to. Please, I've traveled across continents. I just need to fuck the monkey. <laughs> yeah. I've brought my son. So, the, he also <laughs> would like to fuck a monkey. He would also like to fuck a monkey. It's a rite of passage in our family. Yeah. We would like to Eiffel Tower the monkey. Oh, God! Uh, the facility... We learned it in Paris. Yeah. Oh, God. That's true. He was in Paris. So the facility was a joke and not a place suitable for animals at all. So okay. like, since its founding in 1923, over 700 chimps had been brought there from the animal hunters, and over half had died oh. before they could be sent to Paris for experiments. Jesus. Which I think might have been better for them, because the ones that got experimented on, I don't think true. lived good lives. Like the half that died were the lucky ones? Yeah. It basically very bad. was a death camp for chimpanzees. Very bad. If that was not enough... It was. Most, if not all, of the chimps that were brought there by the hunters were basically babies or youth because they would kill the parents for hunting. To get the kid. Oh, And then they would take the kids and then give them to the experiment people. Jesus. So it's like, here's a baby that's going to die because it doesn't have its fucking mom. Right. So. And that's, oh. And so when Ivanov showed up, he was like, none of these women chimp are old enough to be inseminated. Finally, a standard. Finally. Okay, good. At least he's not. Yes, he's a chimp fucker, but he's not a pedophile. We've. (laughs) Great. So So thankful. So he basically left. I was super worried that he would have no problem with that. So he basically left, Mm -hmm. and uh, he would return later, allowing the hunters to capture adults rather than having them kill the adults and take the babies with them and then they would bring him the adult chimps that he needs that must have been a fun hunting trip tell me why again we're not killing this one we well he wants to fuck it we're not killing it so a white man can fuck it yes fine (laughs) yes did the check clear yes okay so it's so terrible it's really bad yeah so basically all right so while the hunters are off hunting, right, in the meantime, he went off to Paris and spent some time with the famous surgeon, Serge Veronoff, mm-hmm. who was known for his rejuvenation therapy. He was well-known. Surgery was named after him. Yeah, it's Serge. Mm-hmm. So, quote from NewScientist.com, mm-hmm. quote, 
In a now notorious operation, Veronoff grafted slices of ape testes into those of rich and aging men hoping to regain their former vigor. Okay. That How'd was... it go? I don't think it worked. Okay. But too bad. Well, we tried. I don't know the why. The important thing is you tried. Any old man was like, yeah, definitely put that ape, ape testicle in my testicle. This is, I've heard of this. I'm sorry, what? I've heard of that. This this does not still happen, does it? No, no, it's not happening oh. anymore, but it's a something we tried. Look, this is the golden age of try anything. I don't know, it's <laughs> weird. Science is weird. Will it make me happy? Maybe. Try it. <laughs> I don't know. Just like, you know, stick an alien part of some other animal into some part of your own body. And then we'll see. And then we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to have a hoof for a hand. Sure, why not? Yeah. Absolutely. So, all right. The two of them would hang out that summer mm-hmm. while Ivanov was waiting to go back to catch some older chimps and stuff. Yeah. And they would transplant a human woman's ovary into a female chimp and inseminate it with a human sperm. You stop it, well, scientists. When what I can tell, it didn't go well for the chimp and no baby came about. It didn't go well for me either. No. <laughs> Just hearing about it. <laughs> it was rough. Yeah. So in November, he would head back to Africa to get his older chimps from those hunters. Let's see if they've aged up a bit. Yep. He got there, and there were three that were old enough. Okay. And he would inseminate them. Mm, It did not work. I think he just injected them with semen. Sure. Sure. Let's say that. Uh, He was at a point of giving up, basically, right? I hope so. Well, there's also a little rumor that I want to tell you about. Okay. There's a rumor that he used his and his son's semen to try and inseminate the chimps. Yeah. But uh, people think it's really more mudslinging from the creationist group that he didn't use that. Well, if he didn't use his and his sons, whose did he use? That's a fair point. Thank you. And we don't know. I just think it's easier to go around to the people you know than to be in a foreign land asking people that you don't know for their sperm. Hey, uh, hey there. Hey there, pal. I, I, I want something from you, okay? What's that? I, I, I'll give you a lot of money. Okay. I got, I got, I got ten whole dollars for okay, you. Okay, well, that's a lot of money. Uh, here's a cup. I'm uh-huh. going to need you to come in the cup and then give me the cup. You know what? Ten dollars is a lot of money. Yeah. No problem. No, pro- oh, no problem yeah, at I'm, all. I'm going to put it in a chimp. <laughs> Wait, a chimp? Yes. <laughs> that's fine. All right. What you do with it after I'm done with it is not my business. Not my business. All right, so the chimps didn't work, right? Mm-hmm. So he would get a horrible idea and plan. Okay. Let's not lay it on the chimps. The ch- it's not that the chimps didn't work. It's not, it's, they didn't fail science, okay? <laughs> you failed me! <laughs> Just screams at him. Yeah. <laughs> he decided that he was going to impregnate native African women without their consent or knowledge that he was doing this. What? Yep. He was going to tell them that they were having a medical examination and not tell them about sticking semen from the ape variety up their vaginal canals. He was inseminating African women without their consent with ape semen. Yes, that was his plan. His plan? Yes. Tell me it didn't work out. <laughs> well, Tell me that now! He went to the hospital. Yeah? And he talks to the doctors. Yeah? And the doctors were like, let's fucking do this. Uh, so let that sink in. Doctors, I, yeah, I had, that basic, doesn't surprise me. The basic code is do no harm. We're yeah. like, yeah, let's inseminate these women without them knowing... With semen from another species that yeah. might kill them. It's horrible, but it doesn't surprise me. Everything, move on, move on, move on. Every, <laughs> everything's set to go. Yeah. When uh, he would be stopped by the general governor of French Guinea, Paul Poiret. Uh, finally a hero. He was like, no, 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 fuck no. Yeah. He good. was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Well, yeah. What the fuck is wrong with all of you? Yeah. Fuck all of you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. One voice of reason. Okay. And oh. So, basically, I'm friends with Paul for this. I don't know yeah. what other atrocities he committed, because well. I'm sure he did terrible things back then. Everyone did. Yeah. So, all right. Ivanov was pissed off, because the locals didn't want to do it willingly, and they were afraid of this experiment, sure. understandably. Yeah. And he was pissed that the French were all uppity about it, and weren't letting him experiment on the locals. He's like, I just did- want to fuck a chimp. Yeah. I came so far. Nobody will let me do it. I just want to make a humanity. I just want to. I made a a zonkey. I know. There's a guinea mini pig. A mini pig. Don't you want to see a fucking ape manzy? Yes. (laughs) All right. So there was one article that I read that implied he did manage to do the experiment with ape semen on five women and they all died. But after I did, I only saw it in one thing, uh-huh. and after I did more reading, I'm not really sure. I think that was a miscommunication about something that happened in Russia later. Okay. It might have been true. 
because <clears throat> people are racist back then, so maybe he did five of them, and then the governor found out, and he's like, fuck, 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 no, 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 no. Uh-huh. But either way, we're still not completely sure in it, but I uh-huh. think he didn't do it. Okay. So. All right. So the plan maybe didn't. Go to fruition. Right. All right. So he and his so son were like, well, I guess there's nothing else we can do. We're not allowed to basically rape the local women with chimp sperm, and we're out of money, so I guess it's time to go home. How many French? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you'd think he'd be done, right? Yeah, I would hope. No. I would pray. Ivanov no. would not finish. He, he was going to make this happen. He was dedicated. Yeah. yeah. I will make a baby human feet. Wow. Horrible. So he would gather up his 20 chimps. And he would head back to the Soviet uh, province, Georgia, Mm -hmm. which is a subtropical climate. He would set up a chimp ape nursery for more experiments. Okay. So they get there. Mm -hmm. To Georgia. To Georgia. Mm -hmm. And they set up that place, the nursery. Yeah. And they did get some apes. However, most of the primates didn't really make it. Mm. A lot of them died quickly because it was not their fucking home or climate, and they didn't know how to really handle them. Sure. So, but some way or another, he was going to find women. Apes famously do not have Georgia on their mind. No, they don't. Sorry. That was terrible. I, I know it, it was. It was terrible. But wonderful. I couldn't help myself. I know. And nor should I. Yes, no. I want to do things and you should just let me do them. I'm learning from this episode. Oh, God. Don't learn that. Mm-hmm. Put down the turkey baster. <laughs> Never. <laughs> All right. So some way or another, he was going to find women to impregnate with uh, primate semen. Dedicated He's man. like, let's do this. I admire your dedication. Yeah. I hate everything about you. Except for that. Yeah. So, all right. He's back in Russia mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck it was called back then. And he basically put out feelers for people who were interested in the experiment. Mm-hmm. They would need five women to volunteer. Please get your feelers off of me. Yeah. <laughs> it is science. <laughs> oh, man. And they would need to stay on site to basically be quarantined. Uh-huh. The reason is that they needed to make sure that... <laughs> because the... no one should know about this. Well, that and also they needed to make sure the women weren't having sex with men. Oh, sure. Because if they got pregnant and they thought it was a... That would be a humanity, disaster. They're like... The humanity looks like a human. It's actually just a fucking human because you cannot fucking cry. Anyway. Anyway. So, believe it or not. We need to get five women who are willing to stay there and have sex with apes. He found five women. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. There's five women in the world who would do that today. Yeah. They all came from prison life. Oh. Uh, So I guess it's their way of getting work after being a convict. better than that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Most of the primates had died by this time. It doesn't say a lot for the Russian prison system. No, I know. So the primates are all dead, basically, except for one. Mm-hmm. So he... One overworked primate. <laughs> I was either the unluckiest or luckiest chimpanzee in the world. He's like, my dick is raw. <laughs> well, it actually, okay, so the one woman he had would only be known as G to protect her. Okay. And he was going to inseminate... The only protection they used. Yeah. He was going to inseminate her with Tarzan, his 26-year-old orangutan. Ew. Because that was the only one that lived. Okay. But before they could start, Tarzan died. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> why would you laugh at that? Because you shithead. <laughs> I just don't want him to fucking put well, true, true. Ape semen into again. The dead one is the lucky one. Yeah. All right. So he would cable uh, G saying, "Quote: The orang has died. We are looking for a, re- a replacement." Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Damn it! I just wanted to do this." Ugh. All right. So he need to get more primates and fast, right? But money was out, and support was now failing. Okay. Um. You see, when he got back, word had reached the science community about his plan with the African women, uh-huh. and they did not care for it. No. So, finally. In fact, he lost the complete support of the Soviet Academy of Sciences. Oh, good. After an investigation, they would state that those kind of actions, quote, might undermine the trust of Africans in Europe researchers and doctors and make problematic any further expeditions of Russian scientists to Africa. Thereafter, the Academy did not want to deal with Ivanov and deprived him of any further support. Might. Right. Okay. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> they might erode trust. Yeah. Sure. So basically, uh, Trofim Lysenko mm-hmm. is getting his the way The Lamarckist guy. Yeah. Yeah. And now, Lysenko had the evidence that he needed to convince Stalin completely that eugenics was the gateway drug to fascism. He basically planted that image into Stalin's brain, and Stalin was like, that's Cool! Bad. That's bad. <laughs> but, oh, I mean bad, bad. That's yeah. a bad. And so Muller, the Marxist mm-hmm. uh, I talked about earlier, who was in total support of eugenics, was like, wait, we have to help Ivanov do this. Oh, no. So he would write Stalin a letter. 
Uh-huh. But the letter arrived after Lysenko had planted his seed of fear into Stalin, and Stalin was like, you want fascism? Oh. You're bad. Oh. So Mueller... It's crazy, because Stalin became quite the fascist. Right. Did he not? Well, okay. he doesn't like fascism unless it's his fascism. Well, sure. Well, it's... nobody likes fascism unless it's their own fascism. Yeah. So Mueller would run away from Moscow once he learned how things were unfolding, uh-huh. and he was afraid of getting arrested, right? Okay. So he would escape and later learn that his friends had been executed oh. because they were labeled as, quote, enemies of the people. Sure. All right. <laughs> we start to see the fascism now. Yeah. Now, Ivanov wasn't getting involved in politics at this point. He's just like, I have a woman who wants me to fuck her with a chimp, and I just need the money to do it. And a chimp. Yeah, so he kept looking for donors. Sure. But by now, his idea is really taboo, and everyone's like, no, no, no. Yeah. So now he has developed some enemies. Uh, sure. So one such enemy, Orest Neiman, uh-huh. would claim that Ivanov had sabotaged his artificial insemination farm instruments because they weren't working properly. What? So... Basically, Ivanov would manage to get a handful of new chimps in 1930, oh, no. but he would never get to enact his plan, well, because that year on December 13th, oh, fuck off. he would be arrested by the secret police because oh. of Oris Neiman. Oh, why? Because oh, of because, the, oh. the sabotage. Okay. He would, uh, he Did he actually do that? Sabotage no, the no, thingies? No, he didn't. Okay. They just wanted him gone. Okay. So he was found guilty of forming a rebellion in the agricultural specialists. <laughs> I wish we still had that as a crime. Yeah. Fun. And he was sentenced to five years of exile to Alma Alta in Kazakhstan. Oh, I thought it was in... Northern California. Sounds yeah. nice. <laughs> Palo Alto. <laughs> yeah. He would work at the Kazakh Veterinary Zoologist Institute for about two years until he died of a stroke on March 20th, 1932. Bye. Yeah. Not surprisingly, Oris Neiman would replace Ivanov once he was banished. Okay. Motive. Replace him where? At the other place where, like, he was, they were, they were co-workers. Oh. And he's like, I don't like this guy. I want to get rid of him. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, palace intrigue. I know. At least... Scandal. At least this thing didn't get... You know what? He's a hero. He did, if, yeah. he, if he was the guy who that ousted this fucker, yeah. I'm okay with it. Ivanov's good friend, Ivan Pavlov, would write his obituary for him. Nice. And, uh... Nice. All right, so now... He couldn't... It was... It's hard to read through the tears and the drool. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he would hear a chimp, he would just start to... Leak pre-cum. Ew, God. <laughs> Fuck. There you go. <laughs> that was just for you. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So now today we know that his experiment would never have worked because we have 46 chromosomes and apes have 48. And if that wasn't oh, enough. Oh, damn it. Yeah. If that wasn't enough, there are 40 million base pair differences between us and chimps. Oh, my. And we're closest to chimps. All humans are. I see. Not races. (laughs) All fucking humans (laughs) are closest to chimps. Okay. All right. So even though the idea that we are alike, and we are because we evolved from the same family, Mm -hmm. we can't. We're we're too far apart. We can't mix species. So crossbreeding between chimpanzees and humans is not possible. Scientific go right out and say that. Yeah. All right. And uh, I'm still, I still want to try. Is that wrong? Well, to this day, science, the science world will not attempt this. So you are going to have a, a doozy of a time. Well, hold on. I, I, I think my motives are being impugned here. Okay. I do not want to crossbreed humans and chimpanzees. I just want to fuck a monkey. Oh, well. It's I not think about that, science, it's about pleasure. I think that's on your own time. <laughs> okay, fine. I think it's illegal in every state except Alabama. Or did they just That's make random? Legal? No, there's, there's a state <laughs> oh, down really? there that was like they kept the, some some Republicans voted to keep it a law. They were like, we we don't want to get rid of bestiality. Keep uh, your laws off our bodies. Wow. I'm like, all right, goat fucker. Wow. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Okay. After Ivanov died, his tale would be turned into an opera called Orengo. No. Written by Soviet composer Dmitry uh, Shostakovich. Yes. Yeah. It was unfinished when it was found 70 years later in the early 2000s. <laughs> Shostakovich was like, I'm going to do it. No, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it would then be finished in 2011 and then performed by the Los Angeles Philharmonic. Okay. Yep. Fun. So what is the bright side? Yay! We made it. This was a dark episode, folks. So this if you was... stuck around, thank you. That was super fucked up. Yeah. What we've done to, for science. Well, white people, we just are terrible. We are awful. Yeah. We, we have to do better. Do we better, to, people. We have to be much better than we were. Uh, All right. So for me, the people... What is the bright side of this? Okay. The people in West Africa stopped him before he committed mass crimes against women against their wills. Yes. So that was a big bright side. The, the bright side there is that he had he was a terrible person 
who wanted to do some really, really unethical shit. And the people stood up to him. Yeah, and said... And said, no, you can't do this. Yeah. That these people have worth, and you can't just inseminate them with apes. Right. For your own scientific weirdness. For your weirdness. own whim. Yeah. So there are heroes in... Uh, in uh, in that situation, yeah, mm-hmm. um, it actually led to many discoveries about us as a species and other species as, as uh, compatibility. Because right. people were like, "Okay, we gotta not just inseminate people. Let's like learn about other things to prove whether or not we can be crossbred." Right. So I think that probably one bright side is is that this kind of thing was start. It started to be a proponent, pretty much, of eugenics, right? But ended up being a nail in the coffin for eugenics, correct? Like, sort of, this is not a viable thing. This is do. not acceptable, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, the science world would learn from its mistakes, Good. and it had raised the questions of just because we can do something, should we? Uh, yeah. And that was that's a big thing that a lot of the articles talked about. They're like, just because you can make a zonkey. Should you make a zonkey? Yeah, what? Because yeah. there's no other zonkeys and it's all alone. Right. Like, why, why are we... What purpose does a zonkey serve? Especially if you're trying to make, like, something... They're so cute. But that really doesn't uh, serve the, the purported purpose of making it stronger for the Russian winter. Like, right. It's initially, you're not going to have a zebra in the winter anyway. Yeah. Um, and the final kind of bright side for me was he inspired art. <laughs> Orango! <was> an, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like the idea that like, it's like tequila, that, it's, the song. Yeah. Na, 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 na. Tequila. Rango. Yeah. Uh, I feel like he also inspired like the, do you know the island of Dr. Moreau? It's uh, it's super like this. You know, he would be. Cr- it's not. It, it was, was it written around the same time? I think as, so. Um, Dr. Doolittle. Uh, I don't know. Was it earlier than that? I have no idea. In, but it's the same kind to... of thing where they wanted. Well, it's a about cross. Yeah, yeah. I'm a mad doctor uh, creating human animal hybrids. Uh, you know, blah blah blah. So it sounds like. I mean, it sounds like at least that story. You know, which has been in, made into movies and all sorts oh, of yeah. things, um, and inspired other works and stuff. Uh, it certainly has some. You know, uh, thematic resemblance to this issue so i would it would i i would imagine that there is some kind of connection between them well what's yeah i mean it's what's crazy to me is that like there's so many people who are looking at him being like you're insane (laughs) and yet there were a handful of people that were like yeah do it well there's always going to be that element you know that is just that looks at a patently ridiculous thing and is like, yeah, sure, let's try it. Well, my, because my thing is that, like, I love science. Mm-hmm. I love what science can bring us. I love how it can give us great experiments and stuff. But you've got to be morally upstanding with it. You mm-hmm. can't just, like, unless everyone is a willing participant in yeah. the experiment, you cannot do it on them. Well, I think that's a bright side of this as well. It informs scientific consent. Yeah. Because even, because this, this obviously could never have happened in today's scientific structure, in the, like a structure right. of consent, of informed consent on both parts. Yeah. And so this is one of the reasons we have that. You know, it's got to be because yeah. you can't do this anymore. And part part of why you can't do this anymore is we did this. Right. You know, and well, this so, is just one of a bunch of experiments that I saw. Sure. That I mean, there was one. Oh, there's one where they like attached another dog's well, head to another dog. Oh. And to see if they could keep it both being alive. Oh. And it lasted a month. And the dog, really? It was terrible. And oh. the dog, the second head could drink water, but it had a tube that the water came nope. out of. Nope. Nope. Yeah, Done. but it was like, but I'm just like, just because you just can cause do you this can do doesn't it. mean you should. No. Like that's, you just mutilated two dogs. It's so funny too. It's like you never know, you never actually know how far a scientific uh, discovery will take you. You don't know the use of some science, you know, right. when you're doing it. But it doesn't mean that you can willy-nilly disregard the consent of the subjects of the experiment. You know, right. you have to take that into account. Right. Yeah. When it's, you know, it's the kind of thing where it's like, it makes sense if someone, like, is an organ donor like I am, mm-hmm. that I have given consent that you can take my organs and put it in someone else if I die. Right or when now? I die. Well, not right now, when I die. Oh, so I don't have your consent. No, not until I die. But you've got the consent then. And if they're going to try So if new... I kill you, then I can take your eyes. 
Well, that's murder, not really consent. Oh, so I don't have your consent for that either. No. I just, yeah. this is hard. It's a thorny I know, subject. I know. Well, but the thing is that if, they, if they're if they trying a new experiment, mm-hmm. that's like we need to take all the skin off of someone's leg and try and put it onto someone else's leg to help save a burn victim, mm-hmm. and they've never done it before, and I'm dead, they absolutely have my organ consent because that's what that's for. But okay. they don't have my consent to take my skin before I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for ju- thank you for clarifying. But you know what I mean. Like it's, it, it make like when it's a, when it's a, everyone's in consent. It, mm-hmm. sci- new experiments can be really good. See, I love this. This is a great bright side for me because it expands the idea of consent. Yeah, I am all about consent. Consent yes. is very sexy. Yes, it is. I do think that we should revisit this ape testicle thing. Just saying. Okay. Nope. Thank you guys for joining us nope. on the bright side. Uh, we hope you've had a very lovely. F- uh, we hope you're having a very lovely fall. Yes. And uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, we'll see you again next week. Yeah? We will see you again next week. We sure will. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Brightside K and J, and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com. Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the bright, bright side. side.